pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Do you love anything more on this earth than your children? Don't tell my husband, but I don't. Can you imagine going in to check on your children, let's just say at night as they are sleeping, and you see looking in the window at your little girl, a freaky peeping Tom? as they are euphemistically called Peeping Tom. That sounds like something out of a a child's nursery rhyme, Peeping Tom. They are anything but out of a nursery rhyme. But that's exactly what happened to this mom. She actually spots a Peeping Tom looking in on her little girl and you know all H-E-double-L breaks loose. First of all, take a listen to our friends at ABC 13 KTRK-TV. We're going to call this right here textbook tackle. (laughs) That's right. A mom here in Lake Jackson wasn't scared to get physical with a man she says was peeking into her daughter's window. Wow. A mom gets physical with a guy peeping on her little girl. Again, thanks for being with us here at Fox Nation. With me, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter Levi Page, host of Crime and Scandal, the true crime podcast. Tom Pateri, America's leading personal safety expert, author of Tom Pateri's Personal Protection Handbook, I've read it. It's awesome. Rory Welch, Administrative Sergeant, Lake Jackson, Texas PD. Wow. Thanks for taking your time to be with us. I'm sure you got your hands full back at the uh, headquarters. Sarah G. West, MD, joining us out of Ohio, forensic psychiatrist specializing in sexually deviant behavior. Boy, do we need a shrink. Clinical Associate Professor of Psychiatry, Case Western. That ain't shabby. Ashley Wilcott, judge and trial lawyer, joining us. Anchor at Court TV at AshleyWilcott.com. 
but special guest joining us, Phyllis Pena, the woman who took on the perv. First of all, to you, Miss Pena, and I hope I'm not masquerading your name. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, let me just ask you this. Tell me about your family. Let's just start because I have 13-year-old twins just turned boy-girl. I got an 89-year-old mother living with me. My husband's a saint. And we have a rescue dog, a rescue cat, two guinea pigs. And there always seems to be somebody living at our house. You know, there's always somebody that's in between, and they're living with us. So tell me about your family. Let's start with that. Uh, well, living with me, I have my three kids. Um, they're 17, 15, and 12. And uh, one one girl and then two boys. And then my oldest son, he uh, moved out. He's 19. I actually have a grandbaby on the way. Um, and then I have... Uh, our three dogs that, of course, were all asleep at the time, so they weren't guarding very well. <laughs> of course. Yeah, of course. That's usually how it happens. They bark at the squirrel and, and not the person in the yard. So you've got three children at home, two of them teams, one almost a team. Yeah. One already flew the nest, and all the dogs who apparently slept through the entire thing. <laughs> Lady, you got your hands full. Okay, at least, you know, I've got two children. The guinea pigs can't talk back. So that's a good thing. You've got three that can talk back. That day, Miss Pena, uh, tell me what happened. Well, I had ran to the store because I happened to be out of coffee and I woke up early. And it's actually kind of unnormal for me to be up that early. And when I was coming back. How early did you wake up? uh, It was probably about. 630. Oh, my stars, Miss Pena. I've just got to tell you something right off the bat. Um, our apartment in New York is in a high rise, 21st floor. Mm. And I remember I was just about to hop in the shower to get to work, to get on air. And I ran into the kitchen to turn on the coffee machine. And I flipped around, not back toward the bedroom, but toward the window. You'll never believe this. This is 6.15 a.m. in the morning, and directly across the street, standing there stock still, was a peeping Tom. I guess, you know, he knew what time I or somebody uh, above me or below me would get up. He was looking right into me, running into the kitchen. I froze and turned and just walked out and immediately called downstairs and tried to catch him. We didn't catch him. But wouldn't you think that early in the morning people would be getting ready for work or doing something constructive instead of staring in a window? Okay, back to you, Miss Pena. Early morning, going to get coffee. How early was it? Uh, when I got back to the house, it was right at 7 o'clock. And uh, okay. I pulled into the driveway and was walking around the front of my car. And when I walked uh, going to my front door, out of the corner of my eye I realized there was somebody standing there and at this point uh, he didn't even hear me pull into the driveway you're kidding he was so focused <laughs> on looking in the window he didn't even hear mommy pull up in the driveway hold, hold on J- just a moment right there Sarah G. West forensic psychiatrist guys when you're a psychiatrist, that means you've already got, you're, you're a doctor, a medical doctor, and then you specialize in psychiatry. Dr. West, 
he, this perv was so intent. And to me, I'm baffled because typically crime of this sort does not happen so early in the morning before you can even have your coffee. Uh, crime usually picks up later in the day. So this guy, this perv, didn't even hear mommy drive up in the driveway, get out of the car, slam the door, nothing. What does that tell you? That he seemed very intent on what he was doing. Or what he was looking at. Back to Miss Phyllis Pena, a uh, hero in my book. Go ahead, Miss Pena. So he doesn't even see you, and out of the corner of your eye with your peripheral vision, you noticed something. What? Yeah, I noticed someone standing in front of the house, and I looked, and he was crouched down trying to look through the blinds. And I, you know, excuse my language, I'll try to bleep it. I was like, what the f are you doing? Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this, what room was this? This was at my daughter's window. Her bedroom window or bathroom window? Yes, ma'am. The bedroom window. When you said blinds, when you or your daughter close your blinds, do you slant them up or down? Uh, I do them up because I feel like you can't see in with them being up like that. You know, I do that too. Let me go to Tom Pateri, America's leading personal safety expert, author of Tom Pateri's Personal Protection Handbook. You can find it on Amazon. That's where I got it. Tom, what's the truth behind that? Is it better to do the, the blinds slanted up or down? Okay, I would say the blinds down. And here's the reason. Because sunlight comes up and it opens more so people could look up. But when it's down, it creates more darkness. So it's hard to access a direct sight when you're looking down. It's easier for direct access when you look All up. All this time, hmm. I thought you were supposed to tilt them up as you're looking at them up. Jackie, Google it. It's going to be Google versus Pateri. <laughs> I was told that it's harder, more difficult to see from the outside, and if they're up, and you're telling me down. Well, well of, apparently I missed that page in your book. One of the key things I do with my clients when I travel as a bodyguard is I find what is myth and what is truth. So unless you do things for a living on being your own bodyguard, you'll understand more about light and perspective as it enters into a room such as a bedroom versus the living room, which is more wide open. And that's why I go against the grain when I test things out. And you'll see that if you're in a closed area and you have darker blinds or darker curtains, that light will come down off of them if they're pulled out. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Is getting gas at Chevron burning a hole in your wallet? What if I told you you can easily earn cash back while you fill up? Introducing Drop, the app that turns every fill up into a reward. With Drop, you'll earn points to get free gift cards every time you fill up your tank. Download Drop and use code DROP77 to instantly receive $5 in points to jumpstart your savings journey. Don't miss out on turning your gas expenses into something rewarding. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Back to you, 
Phyllis Pena, the victim's mom. So you come up, you're at the front door, you look over, and there's this guy squatting down. See, I had it completely backwards. I thought he was standing up, kind of at the corner of the window, looking down. For those of you just joining us, how many people see a situation every day and for whatever reason, they do nothing. Either they don't know what to do, they're afraid to do it, they're afraid of the implications. And right now I say N-O to that. Do something. Don't sit back and let bad things happen. This woman joining me right now, Miss Phyllis Pena, did not sit back. As a matter of fact, take a listen to our friend Les Trent at Inside Edition. Do not mess with this mom. Phyllis Pena says she arrived home to see a creep peeping into her 15-year-old daughter's bedroom. The suspect took off and Phyllis gave chase as seen in this police dash cam video. In a moment's reaction, I'm like, oh my God, he's coming my way. <laughs> he's coming this way. And my daughter's like, mom, no, don't. And I'm like, no. The daughter begging the mom to do what she was going to do. Mommy didn't listen. Thank heaven. Back to mommy. Phyllis Pena joining us out of Texas. So, Phyllis, you see him, and then what happens? Whenever I yelled at him, he turned and looked at me like that deer-in-the-headlight look. And he took off running, um, like, I guess you could say five or so houses down, like that way, or, you know, towards that way or whatever, away from the house. So I had the choice of either chasing or going to check on my daughter and of course at that very moment it was to go check on my daughter and I went inside and thank heaven she wasn't in her room she was in the shower you know what this means Miss Pena this means that he's most likely done this before because just like the guy that was on the 21st floor straight across from me staring straight into my kitchen at six o'clock in the morning that wasn't his first attempt. It couldn't have been. How would anybody know to get on the elevator or the stairwell and go up 21 flights yeah. and look directly across? This guy had to know which one was your daughter's room. He had to know what time. Was this on a school day? No, ma'am. It was a Sunday. Sunday. Why was your daughter up that early on a Sunday? <laughs> she has sleeping problems. And uh, there's some morning she's up at 5.30 in the morning. And if she can't fall back asleep, she'll get up and start moving around. This guy knew which was her window. He had to because the blinds were pulled. So he had to have previous knowledge that this was her window. I wonder how many times he's already peeped in on your little girl. Just putting it out there. Oh, I know. I thought about the same thing. He takes off running. You go in and check on your daughter then what happens? As I'm running inside to check on her, I'm dialing the police station at the same time. You have your cell phone in your hand? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I give them my address and uh, they're... Was your daughter in the shower? Yes, ma'am. What did you say to her? Um, well, at first I was yelling. I was like, where are you at? Where are you at? And then I realized she was in the shower. And I just told her, I said, somebody was peeping in your window. Do not come out of the bathroom yet. You know, let me check back outside. And of course she started freaking out she started freaking out i'm sure yeah. when you saw the guy could you tell how old he was could you get a good look at him or did he just you said he gave you a deer in the headlights look so you should have gotten a, a glance at least 
of his face. Was the was the sun up yet? Was it still dark outside? Yeah, the sun was up. And when I called the police, I told them, you know, uh, early 20s is what it looked like. Mm -hmm. A younger gentleman is all I could tell, you know, just by looking. I could tell he was uh, not, you know. No wrinkles or no, you know what I mean? He was definitely younger. To Roy Welch joining me, Sergeant with Lake Jackson, Texas PD. Sergeant, thank you so much for being with us. Sergeant, I, I'm going to start with you and then circle back to Dr. West. This is anecdotal. I don't have a statistic to back this up, Sergeant Welch, but so often when I was prosecuting or investigating a sex offender, be it a rapist, um, a child molester, I would look back at their rap sheet. I'd be looking for similar transactions to introduce at trial if I could find any. So often, Sergeant, I would find Peeping Tom. Way back when, maybe when they were a teen, a young guy, they would start off as a Peeping Tom. What do you say, Sergeant? Well, unfortunately, that seems to be a trend, but... Uh at least with, with this person, we luckily didn't have any involvement with him prior to this. Well, I guarantee you, if he hadn't been caught, Sergeant, uh, fast forward five years, eight years, ten years, you know, you don't run a marathon the first day you walk, the first day you take those first few wobbly steps. Absolutely. You work up to it. Yes, ma'am. That's what I'm saying, Sergeant. Have you ever noticed when you get a hold of or apprehend a sex offender that you find it started with peeping Tom? Um, I haven't personally, but but I know that, that that's something that, that uh, definitely is out there. I've seen it a lot. Let me go to Sarah G. West, uh, doctor joining us. Dr. West, a forensic psychiatrist. Dr. West, what is it about peeping Tom's they graduate into full-blown sex offenders. Sure, Nancy, that's a great point that you make. So of the paraphilias, which is the technical name for this kind of sexual deviance, Peeping Tom, what is, did you call it? it is a paraphilia, and that's a, a diagnosis or a category, rather, in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of uh, Mental Disorders. And um, it, this is the least intrusive, right? So these are folks who generally don't have a lot of social skills and don't want contact with people. Because if you note, they're not actually engaging with the person that they're looking at. So this is the least intrusive of these paraphilias. And you can see a graduating quality. Uh, we call them comorbid uh, paraphilias, maybe even develop down the line, which would involve more physical contact. Frottering is rubbing oneself uh, against someone else who's non-consenting. Whoa, 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 wait, <laughs> wait, wait. You know, now do you understand, Jackie, why I said I would have to go to the medical examiner's office? Oh, I know they hated to see my old beat-up Honda pulling in. Uh, because just like this, I'd have to stop the medical examiner every line and go, what? What? It, don't, don't say that in front of the jury for Pete's sake, because nobody will know what you're saying. You're talking Latin. Dr. West, please excuse Jack and myself for not understanding anything that you're saying. I'm just a JD. You're the MD. Now, what was that? Did you say frattering? Frottering. That's a great word. That's a cocktail well, party word. You can, you can drop that one. Uh, what is that? That is rubbing oneself for sexual pleasure against a non-consenting individual. As you can imagine, it happens fairly frequently on the... Rubbing what part of oneself? One's genitalia or sexual organs. 
And you can imagine it happens rather frequently on the subway. You know what? I'm so glad I brought two cups of hot tea today because that certainly um, gave me a jolt. I need to get calmed down now. Okay, wait. Fraudering. You just taught me something great new. Word. And you said paraphilia is the technical name for peeping Tom. And you said something about co- comorbid. Yes. Okay. So paraphilia is the broad category and voyeurism is the technical name for the peeping Tom. So paraphilia is a broad umbrella category, voyeurism, fraudering, uh, sexual sadism, sexual masochism, all those things fall under this category in our, our psychiatry Bible known as the DSM for short. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Ever tried to tackle a home improvement project without making 10 trips to Home Depot? What if I told you there's a way to earn cash back while you shop? Introducing Drop, the ultimate rewards app. With Drop, you can earn free gift cards by shopping in-store or online at Home Depot and tons of other stores. Download the Drop app today and use code DROP33 to get an instant $5 in points. That's Drop, your go-to for shopping rewards. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Okay. Sergeant Roy Welch. I sensed over the airwaves you did not believe me. So I tasked Jackie with pulling up sound on a a case I was just studying. Take a listen to this, Sergeant Welch. Listen to our friends at KCCI Iowa. Imagine waking up to finding a stranger in your apartment recording you while you sleep. That's what Ames police say 29-year-old Trenton Williams did to several women. He's now charged. He's now facing a long list of charges. KCCI's Bo Bowman talked with one of the victims. Ames police say Trenton Williams has been breaking into apartments just like this one on Highland Avenue in Ames since May of 2019 and videotaping women in their bedroom as they slept. Can you please get out of our apartment? Thank you. This has happened too many times. This video is from the fall of 2020 when Claire Groth, a senior at Iowa State, says her roommate caught this man breaking into their apartment a second time. My roommate, like I said, had just gotten home, so she just the door just wasn't locked yet, so he kind of just walked in. You know, as it turns out, this guy who would just watch women sleep over and over and over finally attacks one of them. So what I'm trying to say, Sergeant Welch, is you don't start typically with, let's just say, triple homicide. One of the first triple homicides I ever prosecuted, I found out that the shooter had been uh, an armed robber, unapprehended, had been selling dope, serious dope, such as cocaine and heroin, for years, had not been apprehended. He worked up to the night. He pulled the trigger multiple times and killed 
three young boys. It just doesn't happen in an instant. You work up to it. That's what I'm, I'm trying to say. Today, this guy caught red-handed by mommy peeping on her little girl in her bedroom as she's getting into the shower. Who knows what's going to come next? Yes, ma'am. Uh, I agree with you. 100% I agree well, with you. Well, darn, if you agree with me, I'm not going to be able to fight with you. So I'm going to let you rethink that for a few <laughs> moments. In the meantime, back to Miss Phyllis Pena joining us. Miss Pena, so... I noticed something that Dr. West just said. Dr. West said, typically, these people, um, peeping toms, have a lack of social skills. So instead of going up to a girl at the high school dance and saying, hey, will you dance with me? Or, hey, do you want to go out uh, for a milkshake after school? Whatever. They peep. So I'm looking at the guy right now. His name is Zane Hawkins. And he looks like a mild-mannered milk toast. He's pale, very meek-looking. But you know who else looked pale and meek? Ted Bundy did. If you look at his pictures, he looks, you know, um, sometimes he wore glasses, he's bespeckled, he looks scholarly, went to study law. Y- you can't judge someone by what they look like. So, Miss Pena, you see this guy, he's so staring into your daughter's room. Did she get undressed in her bedroom, then go into her shower? No, ma'am, thank goodness uh, she doesn't. Um, so, I'm, I, I don't know, honestly, if you know he saw anything so that unfortunately is going to be an unanswered you know question it'll just be a thought in the back of my mind you know that that brings me to another question for dr west dr west i don't know if they if a peeping tom necessarily has to see a naked body to get a sexual thrill the fact of peeping and seeing the victim at all and leaving the rest to his imagination may be enough for him. So I'll say, Nancy, according to the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, to qualify for voyeuristic disorder, our peeping toms, uh, it is sexual arousal from observing an unsuspecting person, that's critical, who is naked, disrobing, so there you go, don't actually have to see the nudity, or engaging in sex. So, uh, yes, it's probably more related to the thrill of observing someone while being unobserved. Back to Ms. Pena. So, Ms. Pena, you rush in, you check on your daughter, and then what did you do? Uh, I went back outside, and the way my house is, when I walk out my front door to the left, which is the direction he had ran, I have kind of um, part of the house before it turns a corner. So I kind of peeked around the corner of my house, and... This was probably the creepiest thing. No, not the creepiest. The second creepiest thing of the whole incident. I peek around the corner, and he's five houses down just staring back. Oh, okay. You actually just gave me a chill on my arms. So the guy... Oh, no, it it gave me a chill, too. He didn't (laughs) run away. No. Okay. No, he didn't. Joining me right now, Ashley Wilcott, judge, trial lawyer, anchor at Court TV at AshleyWilcott.com. I've been saving you, Ashley. Because not only you're a judge, trial lawyer, court TV anchor, you're a mom. You are a mom. And one of your children is a girl about the age of my Lucy. Did you hear what she Did you hear what Miss Pena said? Yes. Yeah. I have learned so much from this show today. Let me just suggest that. I, a, way to go. It is not a show. <laughs> 
It is a program. I apologize. A show are like trained <laughs> tricks and magic tricks. But this, this is real. But this woman comes in from a six o'clock coffee run and sees some perv staring in her little girl's window. Yeah, and and then she goes out and looks, and the perv has gone. Oh, here come the chills. Five blocks, five houses down, and he's still staring right at her. He's not wearing a mask. She can see him. He doesn't care. He's looking right back at her. Yeah, it is. It is uh, chills. Is is certainly a way to describe it. I'm so proud of you as a mom taking action because it terrifies me that this could happen to anyone. The thing that really bothers me, and I'm not a psychologist either, I rely on you all as my experts, but I am going to say this. What bothers me is there's so many instances of this that I see in court, and these perpetrators feel like it's a victimless crime, like they're not doing anything. Well, I didn't touch her. I didn't do anything to her, which is obviously not the case. Of course it's a crime. Of course there's a victim in trauma. But I feel like these particular perpetrators don't think they're doing anything wrong. That's why they turn and look and have a mask on and are a little bit like, uh, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just walking through the neighborhood looking in windows. And I also think, Nancy, to go to something you said earlier, this is a 19-year-old. I do see escalation of these particular individuals in not getting enough satisfaction eventually and then doing the next step, which is, oh, I'm just going to rub that person's butt or whatever part they want to when I run into them in a store and then it escalates right and so I have a lot of fear and a lot of respect when these individuals and law enforcement prosecutes these individuals because we've got to stop it we don't want it to escalate mm. and it is not a victimless crime and I don't know if jail time really cures a sex offender I've always said they and burglars and peeping toms those three are incurable they cannot they can't be cured uh, to Sergeant Roy Welch, uh, Sergeant with the Lake Jackson, Texas Police Department, this guy uh, and this neighborhood and this house and this little girl and this mom are all telling me a story. What can you tell me about the neighborhood where this happened? I've, I've looked at it. It looks like a residential neighborhood, a tree-lined street. It looks like a great neighborhood, and I'm guessing with a low crime rate. Yes, ma'am. It, it is a very good neighborhood, very safe neighborhood. You know why I say that? Because so many people think, Sergeant, that it, well, that won't happen in my neighborhood. That's not true. Yes, ma'am. This neighborhood is, it looks like Beaver Cleaver's neighborhood. Did you look at it online? It's where everybody wants to live. And this is where this mom is trying to raise her children. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at High Five Casino.com! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Is getting gas at Shell burning a hole in your wallet? What if I told you you can easily earn cash back while you fill up? Introducing Drop, the app that turns every fill up into a reward. With Drop, you'll earn points to get free gift cards every time you fill up your tank. 
Download Drop and use code DROP88 to instantly receive $5 in points to jumpstart your savings journey. Don't miss out on turning your gas expenses into something rewarding. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Miss P, I haven't even got to the good part. And also, I'm going to circle back with uh, Dr. West. Dr. West, the fact that this guy didn't run away, he stopped and he stood there and stared back at the house. And when the mom goes after him, he stares right at her. That tells me something, but just as a trial lawyer, I'm not sure. It tells me uneducated, that he's not really afraid, that he's so fixated on that girl and that house, he would risk standing there being identified rather than hightail it and get out of there. Yeah, so I think Ashley hit the nail on the head when she said that they don't think it's a problem. Uh, This is a, actually, interestingly, when you go to see a mental health provider, it's usually because you're in distress, right? So you have depression, you have anxiety, you see a doctor. This is the one set of diagnoses that does not require the individual to be in distress by their own actions. It actually has the caveat that it can be distressing to someone else, which makes it kind of a unique thing. Back to you, Miss Pena, uh, the victim's mom. So you come around the house, you look, and there he is looking right at you. What happened? Well, he didn't actually see me since I peeked around the house, but he was looking this direction. So when I realized back at the house, yes, ma'am. When I realized he was looking back this way, I ducked back behind the house again because I didn't want to scare him off. Mm -hmm. So I ducked back behind the house again and I waited a second and I peeked back around and he had turned around and he was walking back around this camper that is, you know, in, in that person's driveway, not even running. No, no, no. Whenever he started walking back around, that's when I started walking through my yard and uh, onto the sidewalk to go down that way. And right about that time when I hit the sidewalk, uh, the police, I think it was two cars from each direction from down my street, mm-hmm. was coming down. And the cop jumped out of his um, SUV really quick. And I told him, I said, the gentleman just went around that camper. Right, you actually called him a gentleman? Well, I'm, I have southern manners. So I'm sorry, <laughs> but yes, ma'am. This <laughs> I don't know if I would have been as polite as I you, just, but go ahead. Well, they re- went running down that way to get him, and uh, by this time, my daughter had walked out of the house and was standing next to me, and that's that's her in the video with me. And uh, we, me and her, were just watching them down that way, and we could hear the cops yelling, telling him to get on the ground. One cop tried to grab him, and he. Uh, wasn't able to get him because he was running pretty quick. Another cop tried to tase him. And when I heard the taser, I thought, okay, they, you know, they got him. We're good. Well, the taser missed him and it got the back of his jacket instead of making contact. And that was at the point where the video starts. And you can see me going from like the demeanor of just like standing there watching to, oh crap, like he's coming back this way. And uh, that was the point where, you know, I realized he was coming this way and he wasn't going to stop. <laughs> so that's when I uh, took out some tackle moves that I didn't know I had. And <laughs> that was probably the craziest thing is I didn't even realize what I did until I saw the video. Um, 
and probably the, the next creepiest thing past him staring back this way was when I tackled him. He looked at me. If you look in the video, he's looking directly at me and he tells me I wasn't going to hurt her. Is she okay? And that right there was enough to it just left me speechless. I can't believe you didn't punch him right in the mouth for even saying oh, that. I, I didn't get a chance to because literally, if you notice in the video, I'm just staring at him because I'm in shock. And then the police caught up and, you know, took over. So it's, I didn't even have a moment of, you know, to even think about, you know, let me punch him or, you know what I mean? I was just in shock. You full-on <laughs> tackle him like an NFL linebacker lady. I mean, <laughs> you go right for the gut and bring him down. All the time, your daughter's going, no, mom, no, no. Guys, take a listen to our friend, Michael Laparty, KPRC TV Channel 2 Houston. That mom had just returned home from the store around 7 o'clock in the morning when she saw a man in her yard. She says he was able to get away from two officers, but not from her. Even if you think you can run from the cops, good luck getting past this mom. I figured at least I could do if I got them down, tripped them up, whatever, then they, you know, have a chance to get caught up. That's Phyllis Pena in the red shirt. First instinct was just to make sure he didn't go any further. Captured on police dash cam, taking down a man she says was trying to look into her 15-year-old daughter's bedroom window early on a Sunday morning. My kids are my life and, you know, just making sure I protect them pretty much. Lake Jackson Police Sergeant Rory Welch gave her some credit. It was a pretty good tackle. That's you, Sergeant Welch, uh, joining me from Lake Jackson, Texas Police Department. It was a good tackle. Tell me, what, what did the tackle look like when you when you saw what went down? Well, when I saw the video, I, I was uh, pretty impressed with her, her tackling skills. Uh, she did a good job. What did you go for, Miss Pena? Did you go for the stomach, the knees? The crotch. Uh, <laughs> honestly, whenever he was running towards me, it wasn't, uh, you know, you don't have a minute to even think about which, where you're going. You know what I mean? It's just more of, I just wanted to make sure I grabbed hold of him and he didn't go anywhere. And luckily I got the right spot. <laughs> I mean, well, technically not the right spot because the right spot would have been a little bit lower, but the right spot to get him down. And then when you got him down... He says, I didn't hurt her. Is she okay? Yeah, he said, I wasn't going to hurt her. Is she okay? And my daughter heard it, too, and she was like, what in the world? You know what I mean? Because she ran over there and was helping hold him down. When you go for this guy and full-on tackle him, I, I think you had on shorts, yeah. and you took him down on the asphalt. Were you aware, uh, for instance, the pain when you hit the asphalt and the tackle, when you went down yourself, were you aware your your daughter was yelling, don't, mom, don't? Was any of that seeping in? No, I didn't realize that I hurt myself until after I got up and I lost my glasses in it. I lost my shoe, my cell phone, like everything went flying. So I was picking up everything and then my daughter was like, oh my gosh, mom, look at your leg. And I looked down and I'm just dripping blood. And I'm like, oh. Well, that sucks, you know. <laughs> but in that moment, adrenaline. You know, I remember when my son went missing in a giant Baby's Us warehouse. I grabbed my daughter. They were a little over two at the time, like a football under one arm, and started running. 
and screaming. And I remember I didn't hear or notice anything around me until I saw my son. And I'm just imagining that moment for you. But I want you to take a listen to our friend, our Cut 12, Gloria Riviera at ABC News. Isn't This is not the first time a mom fears nothing. Listen. One more night, a gentleman on my phone. He's on Lower River Road on his way to Aviate. His son was attacked by a mountain lion. A Colorado mother, a hero tonight, overpowering a mountain lion to save her young son. The boy, just five years old, playing in the yard with his older brother in a rural neighborhood outside of Aspen. Hearing screams, his mom running outside to find her son's head in the mouth of a predator. Authorities describing how she was able to physically remove her son from the lion, prying open its jaws, freeing the boy. This mother did everything right. She went out there and and saved her child from the lion, and that's actually uh, absolutely what you should do. Mountain lions are not uncommon in Colorado, but attacks are rare. You want to fight. You want to put up a resistance, and you want the animal to know that you're not an easy prey. The boy lived, thanks to Mm. mommy, literally prying open the mouth of a mountain lion to save her five-year-old son. Miss Pena, when you look back at what happened, what do you recall? You know, I recall just being completely in shock the whole time because you never think something like that's going to ever happen, you know, to your home, uh, to your kids, you know, anything like that. Um, And just my whole thought the whole entire time was just like, he cannot get away because, you know, you don't know if he'll come back or he'll, you know, look in someone else's window or, you know, going back to, and I apologize, I forget, you know, who had said it, but about, you know, people thinking when they do a crime that it's, it's no big deal. You know, my daughter, she hears noises out her window, whether it be a cat or something, and it, she, it's, she's scared. To Levi Page joining us, uh, investigative reporter with CrimeOnline.com, host of Crime and Scandal True Crime podcast. Levi, who is this guy, Zane Hawkins? I mean, to look at him, uh, he looks like he's afraid to drink a glass of milk for Pete's sake. But that's not true. Yeah, that is not true, Nancy. He was arrested after, thanks to this mother tackling him, and he was booked and he's facing charges of possession of a controlled substance, evading arrest, and resisting arrest. And Nancy, people say that this is a victimless crime, peeping Tom, but did you know that the Golden State Killer that terrorized California for decades, Southern California, He was a serial rapist, a serial murderer, one of the most prolific in U.S. history. He started out as a peeping Tom. People in that area reported a masked man staring in their window, and those reported reportings happened before the murders took place. He started out as a peeping Tom. He graduated to breaking in and going through women's underwear drawers. Then he started sex attacking, and then he started murdering. Okay, Sergeant Welch, I hope you heard that because I'm truly vindicated now, okay? So, guys, joining me right now, very special guest, America's leading personal safety expert, author of Tom Petiri's Personal Protection Handbook. Tom, what do we do about pervs like this guy? Okay, so first we have to understand that somewhere at some time he spotted 
this person, this young lady. So situational awareness comes in as a key factor. We got to pay more attention to what's going on because these guys look for patterns. They look for people that aren't paying attention. Then they go look at the houses. Is there any access in there? Is there any way, you know, they can go around shrubbery or things that cover and conceal them? So that's phase one. You know, phase two is always have that home prepared. If you don't have a firearm, and they do say this, if you do have one, make sure you're trained in safety and engagement. Don't just fire weapons to fire. But you can also use your bathroom or your kitchen to make instant pepper sprays, anything with aerosol that has alcohol, anything with pepper base, anything with salt base comes instant blinders. So if somebody's in your home, you know, you don't want to take them on on their own terms. You want to take them on on your terms. If it's nighttime, you leave the lights off because you know your house better than anyone. So these people are like, you know, a, a mouse in a maze. They're trying to find the way out. You know, if it's daytime, you know, you secure yourself, call 911. The police are experts at what they do. Just stay on the phone talk to them, make sure you barricade yourself in there and let the police enter in and only leave those rooms when the police tell you to. Tom Petiri with me, America's leading personal safety expert and author of Tom Petiri's Personal Protection Handbook on Amazon. Tom Petiri, uh, you've said something that really piqued my interest and that is access to the home. What do you think of putting something like a holly bush or a prickly bush, a sharp type of leafed bush around all your windows. Yeah, I, I, again, you want to make the decor of the house. So something like rose bushes come in handy, holly bushes. But I will tell you the best deterrent in the world. Get a good dog that's territorial. And believe me, he will do everything for you. Because he is territorial, he will hear these people coming a mile away. He will let you know they're there. And should that dog come out on the property and somebody's there, he will do what he's supposed to do and protect the home. And what do you make of motion sensor lights outside? I like them. You know, I think they're good. But, you know, different storms can, can set them off in triggers or make them move. So there's something that you have to check on and make sure you're adjusted. Um, you could also put them inside your walkway. So somebody who steps up walking to your front door and all, it lights the whole house up. Mm -hmm. So I'm really big on them. But, you know, good point. Tom Petiri with me, America's leading personal safety expert and author of a bestseller, Tom Petiri's Personal Protection Handbook. Phyllis Pena, the hero today, I understand that... Uh, you may be offered a job either with the NFL <laughs> pros or back at the police station. What is your message today, Ms. Pena? You know, I, I know that you're always supposed to, you know, see something, say something, but so many people don't. So many people are scared of what might happen. And I've, I've seen a lot of comments and people have told me that, you know, well, what if he had a gun? Well, what if he had a knife? You could have got hurt. You know, when you're protecting your kids, those, those kind of things aren't something that you consider. You know, it, you don't consider whether or not you're going to get hurt in the process because I can't have my child living in fear. You know, we're, we're all scared of what might happen, and that's why we don't do something to, you know, stop things. And it's just, it's, it's sad because it happens way too often where people just aren't willing to stop things from happening. So criminals unfortunately think that they can get away with it because people are scared. You are so right, Miss Pena. How's your daughter? She's okay. Um, like I said the other day, you know, I asked her because I realized I hadn't really 
talked with her about the situation and I asked her how she was doing and, you know, how she felt. And she just said that, you know, she's really skittish, you know, because we don't have answers. The, you know, he never said anything, what he was, which obviously we know what he was doing there, but, you know, just how many times it had happened before it, you know, so she's definitely, it's going to take her a little while to get over it. And, and that's why I said, it's not a, you know, okay thing to do and I know that they don't see harm in it they're just looking in a window but then you get especially because she's 15 get her scared of every noise she hears outside her window and Miss Pena not just protecting your daughter but who knows what he would have done next time I worry about if I hadn't got home when I did tip line the national sex assault hotline 800-656-HOPE H-O-P-E 800-656-4673 I wish all our stories had this happy ending. Goodbye, friend. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Is getting gas at Exxon burning a hole in your wallet? Get the Drop app. With Drop, you can earn free gift cards just by filling up your tank. Download Drop now. Use code DROP66 to instantly receive $5 in points. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress, a collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is made from natural latex, natural wool, and environmentally safe foams. The natural hybrid elevates your sleep and supports. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy.